I've already had too much to drink. It's painfully obvious as we pull onto the driveway of Jake Arrow's cabin. The lights streaming out of the house are blurry, and my cheeks are burning with the heat of the liquid I've been gulping consistently since she picked me up. I squint up at the house, as if just the sight of it will tell me just how bad of an idea coming really is. Are you ready? Gina asks me, turning off her car. I look from her to the wraparound porch, scattered with kids I don't know, despite the fact that they all go to my school. Not really, I admit. Are you sure Jake invited me? I ask, not for the first time. Even as kids, I don't think Jake and I were ever friends. Even then, I was an outsider. Too quiet, maybe? I grab Gina's pink flask and take a sip of the sweet tea spiked with vodka, focusing on the way it warms my chest almost instantaneously. Liquid courage. She rolls her eyes. Yes, I promise. But even if you weren't, you're my best friend. If my boyfriend wants to get laid, he'll get over it. The moment she says it, her eyes go wide with regret. But I, for one, cannot let something like this go. In the two years I've known Gina, boyfriend is not a word she's ever used. You called him your boyfriend. I watch, amused as her entire face turns as red as her impossibly bright red hair. Like the kind that you see in pictures and you assume a filter was used to intensify the color. Her eyes are dark brown like mine, but she's usually wearing honey-colored contacts. She says her eyes don't live up to the precedent her hair sets, so she stepped up to the challenge. Shut up! Forget I said that. He's not my boyfriend. He's... She trails off, and for a moment I wait for her to find the word she's looking for. It's too important to skip over, but eventually she sighs, giving up on trying to label him. I do it for her. A boy you like very much, and who likes you back as long as it's a secret? The look of annoyance on her face is unexpectedly delightful. My relationship with Gina is built around mutually assured annoyance. We agreed to keep it casual, she insists. Although I don't know which of us she's trying to convince. We don't exactly run in the same crowds. She flips the visor down, checking her already perfect makeup. Gina's makeup is always perfect. And heavy. And yet, you're at his party, I point out. She bites her lip, nodding. While admittedly I have never actually been around Gina with Jake, I have seen how happy she is after she sees him, which makes my predicament difficult. She would date the one guy in school who's best friends with the one guy I try at all costs to avoid. What did I ever do to the goddess of karma to deserve this fate? Thanks for coming with me, hey. I owe you. She squeezes my hand. Yeah, you do. I laugh, and she shoves my shoulder. Despite my anxiety, I don't want to be the reason this night goes badly for her. Besides, you're one to talk. Miss, I'll walk home in the rain to avoid Carson Hurt. I groan. I knew I was going to regret telling her about today. I knew it, but... I had to tell someone. I had to tell the story out loud to prove it to myself that it was real and not a dream. I should never have told you about that. That's not true. Telling her about Carson was much easier than trying to explain my mother. And now it's one less omission between us. Gina's my best friend, but even she doesn't get the full story of my home life. You know he's going to be here tonight, right? I mean, he's Jake's best friend. She says this as if it hasn't been on constant loop in my head since I agreed to go. And that was before this morning happened. Right. 
that definitely helps the whole walking into a party I'm not invited to so much easier. I mutter, fisting my hands as tight as possible to channel my anxiety. Breathe in, breathe out. It's going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine. Maybe he won't even be here. Maybe he's having a date night with Natalie somewhere. My nose scrunches. I take another sip of the vodka.